Well, thanks, Alicia, for starting off our show with a voicemail, which you left at 888-922-7234. Once again, the phone, the phone number for everybody to use. It's a text. It's a voicemail. It's everything. Direct to the studio. 888-922-7234 is the phone number. Once again, 888-9AB-RADIO is what it spells out. The email, don't get me don't get me started on the email. I have, to, I have to give that out too because Francis wasn't sure which one to use. Because he has our old one, which we do not use. We anymore. don't use that. We check every like twice a year not we check even. it and we're like, hey. But I'm like, okay. You just, give it every day. I thought I did. A B at Ashleybradradio.com yeah. is the address. That's but anyway. What did Alicia have to say for herself? She said this. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. This is Alicia. Listen, I usually listen to you every morning. This is the first day I've heard you close out. And you said to listen to the harp in the morning. I haven't heard a harp. I want to hear a harp, Ashley and Brad. So for Alicia, she's missing that right there. there. So that's all you have to do. You want a sound of a harp? I'll give you a sound of a harp. That's all. That's all you have to do. You want the sound of a bike horn? Fine. You want the okay. sound of Wilford Brimley? Diabetes. Sure. There you I can, go. Ric Flair? <laughs> what do you mean? We got a uh, hundred sound effects here. We really do. Don't you, get him started, please. You want a please. bell gliss? I got that. I got doorbells. I got feet running. You know uh, someone's dog it. just went crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Who's at the door? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thanks, Alicia. That's uh, the sound you get. Uh, you can make requests, too. You want Steve Carell? No! Oh, I got them all. So uh, thanks for calling. 888-922-7234. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, there's a nationwide recall on sun-dried tomatoes, according to the US FDA. The affected products are aviator brand sun-dried tomato halves. They were sold in five-pound vacuum-sealed bags, and it's because they didn't declare the sulfites in the product. Generally, they're okay and marked safe by the FDA, but they have to be on the product so people who have allergies or sensitivities know. So new on YouTube for this holiday season, you know how we always see the, the Yule log, the fireplace just on the TV? You can yeah, you can buy a on. DVD of this. Yeah, I was can. given one time. Yes. It's like, really? Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's online I everywhere. Love that. Yeah. Well, they've decided to kind of change it up a little bit. Okay. And now on YouTube, you can watch the 9th Street Italian Market Burn Barrel uh, yeah. along with your holiday tunes. Look, burn barrels are necessary. If you're outside in the markets, yeah, it's cold. you need something to keep you warm. Absolutely. ABC has dropped the highly anticipated trailer for season three of the acclaimed comedy series Abbott Elementary. I've only seen a couple of episodes of it, but it's really funny. The video offers fans a sneak peek at what's to come next, which is slated to premiere February 7th. Okay. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, day 14 of December. 14 already? I know. Well, yeah. We were just at the uh, calendar flip just days ago, but here we are, 14 days in. Day 348 of the year. There are 17 days left in this year, 11 until Christmas. Who has birthdays? Right at the very top, D. Wallace Stone from uh, E.T. and uh, Cujo is 75 years old. Archie Cow is 54. Vanessa Hudgens, 35. And singer Tori Kelly is 31. Not a lot of birthdays. No. Mm. Uh, it happened on this date in history, 1903. The Wright brothers made their first attempt to fly. In the winter? Yeah. It crashed. Uh, yeah. But three days oh. later, they got it right. But again, the modern flight is only just 120 not, yeah. years old. That's yeah. it. In 1959, Motown was founded by Barry Gordy. 
in 77. I didn't remember this was a Christmas movie. But I think it got re-released. Die Hard? In the summer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever was released. That's a Christmas movie? Well, it was released now. That's what I'm saying. But it's not. No, it's not Christmas oh. themed. Oh, but I didn't think. Okay. In 2016, Amazon delivered the first drone delivery in the UK. They're still working on getting that here in the US and yeah. more and more. And in 2019, the Bel Air Mansion, featured in the Beverly Hillbillies, sold for $150 million. Wow. California's most expensive property. Wow. It was. So that wasn't a soundstage? Not, well, no, the actual exterior. That well, was the a, exterior, but. Yeah, but the, in, yeah, the inside was. Wow. Uh, special events for today. It's free shipping day, and mm-hmm. here comes that drone from <laughs> Amazon right now. That drone sounds weird. That's a big one. Biscuits and gravy day, screwdriver day, as in the cocktail, not the tool, as in uh, vodka and orange juice. Yeah. Monkey day, which Mr. Jingles celebrates. Yes. He prefers primate. Every day he celebrates that, really. And roast chestnuts day is today. We're going to talk about that in fun facts. How about that? You have a birthday and a special event. Tell us when it is, and we will celebrate with you at 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. It's that time of year here in the Ashley and Brad show where we've got, of course, the festive music behind us, the mm-hmm. Christmas beds. Oh, the studio is decked out in some beautiful Christmas lights here. It's twinkling and glowing. It's beautiful. And, oh, what is what is that uh, baking in the kitchen here at the radio what, station? Is that, is that, are that those fresh cookies? baked goods? What is it? Mm. I can only imagine that somebody from accounting is in there whipping up a batch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's something. the people from accounting. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think so. Certainly the IT department's not going to do it. So anyway, uh, the yoga. Oh, the good old-fashioned desserts this time uh, of year. I know. Certainly there's no shortage of them. No, and I do remember my grandmother always had these. I don't know if they were specifically for Jello or they were just cake molds, but she had all these molds, and it was always some kind of a Jello mold of some sort with I, yeah. fruit in it. I just <laughs> had Jello. My wife made for me because I had to have a special procedure done, uh. <laughs> and I could only have... Uh, Can't have red, though. No. No, no gotta, red. No red food. <laughs> no. I could have orange, though, and she made me jello in a jello mold okay well some people love it and according to cheapism they said there's some old-fashioned desserts that we do like in fact we just talked i believe it was yesterday because it was the fun fact of the day with ambrosia salad yeah and people love that that's on the list so uh, the they call it the uh, broken glass jello where it's just like the different oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that was my grandmother Mm -hmm. now i don't consider this like old-fashioned but baked alaska i love baked alaska peanut brittle yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, any brittle. Almond, yeah. you can make it with, you know, whatever kind you want. Yeah. Now, it starts in Thanksgiving, but uh, ours was always Waldorf salad, which My was mom had kind that. of we, a treat. Why did we have that in the summertime, too, though? I, I specifically really? remember that during, like, uh, like Fourth of July. Yeah. I don't know with why. With the grapes and the apples and the marshmallows. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, cherries Jubilee. Okay. If you like that one. Yeah. Oh, now this we were allowed, but only a little bit because it was, and I do remember, and I love sweets, super sweet. Fudge. Divinity. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That stuff was just, mm. yeah. Uh, molasses. Okay. Cookies. Molasses. Sure. Praline cookies. Butterscotch pudding. I love anything butterscotch. Mm, yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah. One of my all time. And then these, and I don't like them today. I never liked them. But my this was also part of my grandmother's candy dish where everything was all congealed into one piece. Yeah. The gumdrop. 
uh, oh yeah, like spiced it, the spice gum drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, but the good old uh, little, come on the cookies little. and the brownies. That's about as good as I cookies needed. I don't brownies. need all that mm. other baked Alaska and stuff. No, nothing. Oh, I love and no butterscotch. Um, do you eh, like caramel? Yeah, sure. You like caramel, but you don't like but and they're so I, similar. I know you're weird. It's it's I don't know. It's a thing. Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary each and every day here on the Ashley and Brad Show. It's quotidian, and sometimes the word are sesquipedalian. They are, and you can check out that list yeah. anytime you want just to see all the almost 200 that we've done so far. Yeah, those were two, by the way, that uh, were previous entries. But today's word that I'd love for you to try and spell for us first, and then we'll discuss its meaning, is a noun. It is oeuvre. Oeuvre. Yeah. Oeuvre. Yeah, huh? See, and we did a French word the other, I think it was yesterday, I'm not sure, because someone came in the studio and cleaned a bunch of stuff and took my list. Oh, okay. But well, yeah. uh, I have... Mm, your word. Spell would this oeuvre. be like, like Louvre? Um, uh, you tell me. I'm going to say O-U-V-R-E. O-U-V-R-E is... Mm. Oh, sorry. You uh, always miss it by a letter. This time, you need to include an extra letter. Oh. It's O-E-U-V-R-E. Oeuvre. What does Oeuvre. that mean? It's uh, the works of a painter, composer, or author regarded collectively. Well, that's why it's called a Louvre. The uh, prized volume on her bookshelf was a collected volume of Tennyson's Oeuvre. Oh. You can tell this is an early Oeuvre from the artist because it's in watercolor. So, mm. just referring to a collective. You know what? Our archive. You could go, I was just going to say, you could go check out our right. Oeuvre podcast. Our podcast is an Oeuvre <laughs> of the Ashley and Brad show. Find that wherever you get your podcast. Search for Ashley and Brad show and you'll hear this Oeuvre of material. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. And uh, not that, that we ever get into the uh, divisive or hot button issues. No, not on this show. But. This is as close to it as perhaps we ever get. Look, we could sit and split hairs about people talking about glandular or thyroid issues. The fact is, most Americans are not eating well. Well, we know that. We do know. We're just eating a bunch of junk and wondering why the millions are. Why our pants don't fit. Diabetes and and pants are not. I mean, there's a whole host of issues associated with our eating. There's just no getting around that. It's not glandular. It's not all that stuff. Some extreme cases. Yes. But of course, we're just eating junk. Okay. Second is there's no defense of and people who are in the industry will try and tell you so. But smoking. I know. I killed both my parents. Years and years and years ago. It's just, there's no two ways around it. There's nothing good about it. I've been an orphan a long time because they smoked. Anyway, uh, as if we needed more, there's uh, more news to back that up. (laughs) The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, when you hear about smoking, you first thing you think of probably lungs and then maybe heart sure okay yeah. well a new study from washington university school of medicine in st louis found not only does it destroy your heart lungs which yeah. we already know right. it shrinks your brain yeah. physically shrinks your brain mm-hmm. the study set out to investigate why smokers are at a higher risk for alzheimer's and dementia mm-hmm. well it looks like according to this new study it is really bad for your brain okay. as well as your obviously heart and lungs yeah yeah so duncan's winter menu is going to be coming out on december 27th the chain is going to welcome back the 
the pink velvet macchiato, the pancake wake-up wrap, and the sweet black pepper snacking bacon. They're also going to have a white hazelnut bark coffee and roasted red velvet donuts. Hmm. So Emmy Award-winning actress Amy Adams is going to be starring in a new show called The Holdout based on the novel of the same name. The series will be a legal drama thriller with dual timeline mystery. No release date has yet been announced. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. You've listened to the show for a second. You will know that on occasion we have you stumble into the mind trap. But uh, this is a variation of that. Holiday mind trap? Uh, no. Well, yes, but I I took a different twist with it. Okay. Uh, Geneva. Yes. You are our digital assistant always lurking in the background waiting for your wake word. You are correct. So you are hooked into artificial intelligence? Exactly. She so, is artificial intelligence. You got it. Yeah. So <laughs> she's a part of all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. much can be said about AI these days. I thought, well, let, let's give ChatGPT a uh, crack at this. I went to ChatGPT, uh-huh. typed in a few prompts, uh-huh. and said, you come up with a little mini mystery mind trap type okay. puzzle. So even my wrong answer could be right. It certainly could be. <laughs> so this one is called the Mysterious Hat Heist. Okay. This is all AI, by the way. Okay. Twas the night before Christmas, and Maryville Christmas Park sparkled with festive delight. Uh-huh. Santa, preparing for the grand festivities, discovered his iconic red hat had vanished <gasps> without a trace. Ooh. Inspector Anderson, intrigued by the holiday caper, turned his attention to three potential suspects Mm -hmm. amid the snowy spectacle. Jolly Gingerbread Man. Okay. Known for his sweet demeanor and sugary charm, the Jolly Gingerbread Man had a motive rooted in the desire for a festive makeover. His sugary Mm. footsteps led to the scene of the disappearance, leaving a sticky trail for the keen-eyed detective to follow. Okay. Okay. Frosty the Snowman. <gasps> no, not with Frosty. his corn cob pipe and button nose. Frosty was always he's up. already got a hat. He was always up for wintry mischief, though. His icy trail of snowflakes near Santa's sleigh hinted at a frosty connection to the missing hat. All right, raising suspicions about his playful antics. It's got to be Rudolph. Maybe he wanted I blame to, he wanted to trade in his top hat for some <laughs> Santa's. Twinkle the Elf, our mm-hmm. final suspect. As Santa's loyal workshop helper, Twinkle had a motive intricately tied to the holiday pranks. A trail of tinsel leading to the workshop suggested a mischievous plan, leaving a glittering clue for the astute inspector. So it was only one of those three. As the uh, inspector navigated the wintry landscape, a festive uh, mind trap it put in here unfolded. Oh, look at that. You see how AI did that? I I do. Clue one. Uh Uh-huh. Santa's sleigh bore evidence of Frosty's icy trail Mm -hmm. and Twinkle's glittering tinsel pointing to a possible collaboration (gasps) in the hat heist. Oh, they're in on it together. Clue two. Jolly Gingerbread Man's sugary footsteps led to the workshop, hinting at a sweet obsession with a holiday transformation. Mm-hmm. Clue three, a missing carrot nose from Frosty's face, <gasps> hinted at an accessory swap, adding a Frosty twist to the holiday puzzle. Editor's note at this point, I would just like to point this out. This makes no sense. It, at all. <laughs> because at the very None. beginning... They said he had a button nose at the very beginning. Yeah, so what's so he wouldn't have a with carrot, the carrot for the nose. Yeah. That's Olaf from Frozen. Yeah. Come on, AI. <laughs> Get your stuff together. So already. You can't mix those storylines up. Again, this is artificial intelligence. Okay. I'm just pointing this out. <laughs> okay. So the Lindgren question echoed in the frosty air. Did Jolly Gingerbread Man's sugary obsession, Frosty's frosty antics, or Twinkle the Elf's mischievous plans 
lead to the vanishing of Santa's hat. Oh, this is tough because the hat's not going to fit on the gingerbread man because he's flat. Okay. It might fit on Frosty if he swaps out his top hat. Yeah. And it would fit the elf. I mean, it. they could all be suspects, frankly. Okay, but I need an answer for I'm who, gonna say, who the culprit is. And it wasn't Mrs. Claus or, or nope, Rudolph? Not in the, uh, hmm. Nope, not in the hmm. library with a candlestick either. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it was the elf. You are correct. I am? I was a total guess. But, okay. So I would like AI to explain to me how right. it could possibly have been yeah. him. Well, here's the uh, answer. The true culprit behind the disappearance of Santa Sat was Twinkle the elf. Twinkle's mischievous plans included a festive prank that involved swapping Santa's hat for a glittering tinsel accessory, leaving behind a trail of tinsel as a glittering clue for the astute to... Again, this, everybody had really? an, a, a motive to get, but huh. there's no one definitive clue within no. the narrative that says. I say we don't this ask is, Chat GPT anymore. I, look, I'm just. <laughs> That's what I say. Everyone's always talking about Chat GPT and OAI. It's really going to tell. I'm like, really? Well, this is the best they could come up with. Huh? I guess it is. Okay. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Just a uh, casual glance at the calendar says that today is the 14th Mm -hmm. of December, which means there are 11 days till Christmas. And I have yet to begin any shopping. I can't believe that just gives me such palpitations. I have one thing so far. One? Yeah. But even my wife and I were out last night. We're like, yeah, we should probably think about shopping. Yeah. Probably should. Should, but now. Probably should. Why why do it now? So that's left. Still plenty of time. Because the decorating in your house is done, the inside and the outside. So that's done. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you having people over, or is it just family? No, it's just family. Okay, no. so you you don't have to do much food shopping, because no. it's just going to be you guys. Just mom's in town, and that's it. All right, so it's just the shopping you have left to do? Yeah, that's Okay, it. all right. So my shopping obviously was done like a long time ago. I get done way early. No, no, I like to get my stuff done seriously before well, Thanksgiving. Well, good for you. Every Here's year. a little that's round my- of applause for you. <laughs> but we've decided to have a big holiday Christmas Eve thing. Okay. So... The only thing I'm going to do... What does that mean? Who's coming well, out? How many people? So, I don't know, like 15, 20, I don't know. This is you and your roommate are yeah, having a Christmas yeah, Eve party? Yeah. Okay. So, and, and he's going to just order out at a barbecue place, so mm. I don't have to do any cooking. Okay. <laughs> that's that's taken care of. I'm going to make a little dirt, dessert charcuterie. Okay. And that's it. That we he got he won a tree at an auction. It came already decorated. So ta da, that's up. Okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. There's really not. I'm not gonna deck. I'm not gonna go crazy with the decorations and the the gifts and all that stuff. So I, I'm kind of done. I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Are you getting things for extended family, or is it just your no, daughters? I mean, and that's it's it. Just my yeah. I think just the girls and and you know he's got his grandkids and so there. I mean we're gonna buy presents and stuff, but not. So I don't think it's going crazy. Maybe a couple of things for the dogs. Did you get him a, a couple present? Of, oh, I did. I did get him a present. Okay. And he got me, and I already know because I already saw, I shouldn't have, I, I probably shouldn't say this Were on you air, snooping around? I, not, not on purpose. I just happened to see, he got me uh, slippers with my dog's face on it. Does, so. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. Does he know that you know this now? Or did uh, you just make the official um, confession on I the air? I think that might have been an on-air wow. confession. Oops. Okay. Oops. Okay. Oh, Santa's going to be really mad at me. <laughs> you, got, you got that right. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad. Time for an installment of What Do I Know? Really? What do you know? What do I know? What do you nothing. know? I just had four <laughs> years of book learning and a degree. But Me too. Nothing. What do I know? I don't know anything. <laughs> 
I just know that it seems as though prices have gone up on just about everything. Everything. Seems like you can't spend what you used to spend at the grocery store, even for just one sack of groceries. Listen, I got a full-time job and two part-time jobs. I I don't even have time for another side hustle. It doesn't seem like uh, (laughs) the economy's booming like it once could have been. But uh, anyway, I digress. But there are some legit jobs that you can turn into that that you maybe have started from a side hustle. Like you are actually really good at woodworking. Well, you like to you like to build stuff. I, I and, do like to, but I am not a carpenter. No, by any stretch. no, but you do some really nice stuff. I mean, you could. In fact, on this list, it even says uh, I was reading this article in Cheapism woodworking. You can sell birdhouses, bookshelf, you know, all kinds of little things okay. that you make on on Etsy on, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could. You've made you've made some really nice things. Okay. And along with woodworking, very similar arts yeah. and crafts, yeah. and specifically like an Etsy type of a thing. Yeah. But maybe some things you hadn't thought about, like animal care. You know, do you watch people's uh, your cats and dogs while they're, especially this time of year, people are going on vacation, yeah. and they need someone to do that. You could actually turn that into because we <laughs> we spend fifty billion dollars a year on pet services. So listen, wow. you could walk do- walk dogs. You Bathe could pet cats. <laughs> that's that's yeah. always fun. Mm-hmm. What about reading for okay. a living? My mother would have loved this. Wow, reading for a living? Yes, you okay. basically. You know how like us. Uh, Siskel and Ebert would go watch a movie and tell you yes, all the good stuff. Of course, to, right. It's kind of like that. There's a niche market called BookTube, kind of like YouTube, where you go on and you and you review the book. Okay. So that could wow. be really a, a good thing if you're a okay. reader. Uh, meddling. <laughs> you're always meddling you know in that? everybody's affairs. <laughs> Not me. You know, we're for you meddling kids. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I know a lot of people <laughs> that like to do that. And it's kind of interesting because if you are one of those people that, you know, pay attention to all the everybody else's business, yeah. they say you could be really good in property management. If you really? drive by and you look at the property, you're looking, noticing I certain see. things, yeah. that could actually turn into a job that pays huh. about 70 grand a year. Wow. Uh, I know. Wow. Ashley and Brad. Well, James would like to clarify something here on the Ashley and Brad Show. He'll clarify what we were talking about, cars being the number one answer from a game two days ago. Right. James would like to say, uh, Ashley commented on what kind of friends that James might have. Right. If the Elon Musks and <laughs> exactly. such. Exactly. He just says that car companies run commercials this time of year for the surprise car buying. Have we not seen oh, the I have giant seen red that. Bow car in the parking in and the garage? And they're like, oh, I love it. I'm yeah. like, what? Who? I know. who bu- SNL even did a thing on that. But it's wait, if- you bought a car yeah. without asking me? <laughs> That's a ridiculous purchase. As it goes, so <laughs> James funny. has yet to see a commercial for a surprise house buy. <laughs> I know, right? Can yeah. Imagine the ribbon for that. Oh, that's a big ribbon. Anyway, thanks, James. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four is that phone number. That's everybody can use it. As everybody does, James and Karen and Anita and Mike and everybody else is yes. using that phone number. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four with news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, there is a nationwide recall right now on sun-dried tomatoes, according to the U.S. FDA. The affected products are Aviator brand sun-dried tomato halves. They were sold in five-pound vacuum-sealed bag, and it's because they didn't declarify that the product has sulfites in it. And sulfites are generally marked safe by the FDA, but they've got to be declared on the product. 
Uh, that way, people who have allergies or sensitivities know that it's in there. Okay. So new on YouTube TV for this holiday season. I mean, we all have seen the fireplace playing on TV, which I think is really cute, whether you have a fireplace or not. Yeah. But now on YouTube, you can download or upload or load or look at it. The Ninth Street Italian Market Burn Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite holiday tunes, of course, playing in okay. the background. All right. Tony Shalhoub says his new movie, Mr. Monk's Last Case, comes at the perfect time. Even though the series ended, Monk, the series, in 2009, yeah, long time the ago. film picks up as Detective Adrian Monk, pay, played by Shalhoub, uh, prepares for his stepdaughter Molly's wedding. When Molly's fiancé dies, Monk suspects foul play mm. and proceeds to solve the case. Okay. Mr. Monk's last case is streaming now on Peacock. Oh. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Game time here on the Ashley and Brad radio program. And wouldn't you like to know your humble hosts just a little bit more? Well, we can through this game called Getting to Know You with its own theme song. Take it away, Julie Andrews. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Exactly. So uh, we will ask some questions. And these are actually good. You could take these to your holiday party. Oh, if, yeah. These are know. good icebreakers. Yeah. Just kind of general fun party questions you can ask each other. For example, if I were to ask you, if your life had a theme song, <laughs> what would it be? Well, you normally play and why? that. Uh, <laughs> I, that's pretty fitting, I'd say. I wanted to have like that Enya Marconi Union kind of a. Yeah, I like it. This. I would like it to play that. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely more. <laughs> this is Ashley's life theme song. It's kind of blues riff in G. Listen, <laughs> the last couple of years, I could definitely uh, see that one playing. Okay. Okay, now we played this the other day. Um, it was a Christmas karaoke where I had to name some of the songs with no lyrics. I just had to, yeah. and that's hard. Right. So if you go do karaoke, that's what it is. It's just the, you know, they play the, the yeah. lyrics for you. Right. Uh, you actually have a good voice and you sing sometimes. What is your go to? If you could go into any bar and sing a mm. karaoke tune, what would it be? You know, I've, honest, I've honestly only sung karaoke one time in my life. Really? Yeah. You got a, a good voice. At an actual karaoke. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I sang in theme parks for years, Right. But I didn't, I've only done Carrie once and it was Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so, really? That, yeah. Huh. Would uh, that be your go-to song uh, if you went in I, again? I, I don't know. It's Pick uh, something else? Uh, maybe something a little different. Maybe a crooning tune. I might, uh, <laughs> okay. my you and Michael Buble dropped a little low, <laughs> I think. All right. If you could have dinner with any fictional character, who would it be wow, and why? That's tough. Yeah. Gosh, there are so many good books out there. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Or it could be a movie or a TV character. Oh. I mean, fictional. It could be anybody. Since Julie Andrews uh, sings our theme songs, yeah. uh, probably Mary Poppins. Okay. I would love to talk to Mary Poppins. Okay. You don't want to share a coffee with she Buffalo just... Bill? She rubs no. the lotion <laughs> oh, on no. its skin or else gets no. the hose okay. again. No, thank you, Clarice. All right. All right. Speaking of books, if you could yeah. be any character from any book, who would you be? Oh, my gosh. Um... Well, I know it's getting a, another remake, and I know this is from the fictional world, but um, how about the original Willy Wonka that we've oh. seen portrayed in the films? A, benev a benevolent candy maker who uh, wills his entire factory to a uh, certain lad. So the Timothy Chalamet or no, actually no, Willy? No, the real, <laughs> the real Willy Wonka the real is what one. I'm talking about. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio, and uh, folks, it's... Uh, 
Fire Captain here from the flight deck. Uh, Going to be turning off that seatbelt here, sign just a second. Be free to move out the cabin. Flight tends to be coming through the cabin here in just a second. Bring you some cocktails, beverages available for purchase. <laughs> please have your cards ready. No cash, please. I think yeah, that's, what is it with the no cash I don't know anymore? That's, that's pretty much the way it goes these days. That's the whole spiel. And for, of course, the captain could uh, correct me on that. Right. That's kind of how the way it goes. The so, real captain. Yeah. When you are uh, in the plane, you know, <laughs> I've heard it told because I do have a friend who is a flight attendant. And she said, you know what? People tend to lose their etiquette <laughs> while, no manners while once in they're... the air mm-hmm. he, there's a i don't know what it is but maybe it's the flight it's the altitude but something about it just it they it brings out not the best in people when don't make asked, me turn this plane around kind of yeah well kind that's, of. that has happened and they asked a bunch of flight attendants yeah uh on business insider what are some things we sh- just shouldn't be doing on airplanes okay. now we know the basic things but and I have seen people taking off their shoes, but they say, don't walk around barefoot. You, I mean, you don't know who, where that, always. you don't know where that plane's been. There's always a pair of feet <laughs> up on something. I don't get it. These days. Don't get it. Yeah. Sometimes when you land, the flight attendants will ask you either to raise or to lower your shades yeah. for, for different reasons. Yeah. And they said, there's so many people that just are like, meh, not my job. Not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. And there's reasons. Maybe they need to see something on the tarmac. Maybe they right. want everything shut to keep the airplane cool. Whatever it is. Right. They get frustrated when you when you don't listen to them. Yeah. Even things like the seatbelt signs. That's why they walk up and down to make sure you got your seatbelt on in case you hit turbulence. Right. They said that's also very frustrating and stinky foods. A lot of times people will buy like, you know, a tuna or something as they're, you know, from the little snack but shack thing before they, they come uh, in. And then they're going to eat it on the... <laughs> yeah, but that's... Uh, you like, can't help that. I mean, it's no matter what you eat, the tra- the scent is going to be trapped in there anyway. Yeah, but so, so do you want super stinky scent? Or well, do you want, no, you know... But, yeah, but, you know, somebody could also bring in a bucket of KFC and everyone loves oh, that smell. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. You know. Ashley and Brad. Hello, Gov. It's uh, Ashley and Brad here on the wireless in honor of uh, Dick Van Dyke's birthday. I thought we'd do me a little Cockney accent here, eh? <laughs> in honor of his 98th yeah. birthday. And he got panned for yeah, it. Yeah, you know, whatever. He's uh, He tried, okay, everybody? He, he tried. He did. Uh, but anyway, when it comes to British slang, boy, there's a whole language, literally. Right. Whole sub-language of Cockney slang. That yeah. You kind of have to be there to know. Apples and pears, army and gravy, bees and honey. I mean, there's right. a whole bees bunch. Bees knees. I mean, but a they lot don't, of that. But they don't mean what you think they mean. Right. Like bees, bees and honey means money. It's right. just rhyming slang, they call well, it. Well, and so. it's funny because there's the Cockney and then British. And they said there's some really funny British slang that it, it's it's odd. And we don't, well, it's odd to us because we're Americans. Oh, like you know? Bob's and your so, uncle, like that kind Bob's of Bob's your uncle. Like, yeah. I don't I, yeah, like, I've like, heard that several times, and it's kind of the British ecli- equivalent of, like, voila. Like, you when go. you do something, oh, exactly. done. Bob's your uncle. All you got to do is take this <laughs> like, to that, and Bob's your uncle. Just, and there you go. I, know. Yeah. I don't get that I one. use that one occasionally. Do you know what it means to budge up? Budge up? Yeah. B-U-D-G-E. No. Budge uh, up means scoot over, move no, over. Okay. Budge, budge up. up. Yeah. Now, you've heard, especially with Prince Louis lately and some of the really funny little antics. He's the youngest child. Yeah. They call him Cheeky. Oh, sure. You know Cheeky? Yeah. Mischievous. Yeah. Kind of funny, humorous, yeah. mischievous, mm-hmm. being a little cheeky. And if we want to have a chin wag, you know oh, what that means? Yeah, conversation. Yeah. Like a, uh-huh. Your chin move. Yeah, chin yeah. wag. Uh, builder's tea. You know, because they have lots of oh, tea, tea that yeah. they have Tea's, there. But it's a, a specially made way that it's done. It's super strong. It's strongly brewed. Yeah. And it's English breakfast okay. tea, right. by the way. Yeah. And on a rainy day in London, you might want to grab a brawly. Oh, 
Okay. It's a their word for an umbrella. A bumper shoot, I've also heard it called. Maybe that's okay. more of an Australian thing. I've heard yeah. Raleigh, and, and because I, when I was a kid, my mother called my rain boots wellies. Oh, yeah. I've always called them wellies, and people are like, what, are, what do you mean wellies? Put I'm on like, your Mac and wellies. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Marion, for getting in touch with our show at 888-922-7234. That's 888-9AB-RADIO. The text, the voicemail, it's all the same number. Go back to my previous job. No way! Exclamation point, Marion says. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. If you got fired, would you ever go back if they offered you a job? In spite of their supposedly employee-friendly motto, Uh-oh. they treat most of the employees like so many tools. Oh, no. It was a much better place to work before it was bought by an outfit from the East Coast. They had a much different attitude toward employees, she says, and without mm. naming the company. Mm. Uh, thanks, Marion, for getting in touch. I think that's maybe the sentiment of life. If you're fired, well, you're not going to want to go back to the You know, same. I think it depends. Please. And it depends how long you're without work. Or- and it depends how much yeah. uh, zeros they're yeah, thrown at you. Exactly. Anyway, thanks, Marion, and everybody else. 888-9AB-RADIO is that number. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, a new study from Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis has found that smoking cigarettes, we know it destroys your heart and your lungs. We already know that. They say it also shrinks, physically shrinks your brain. Okay. The study set out to investigate why so many smokers are at a higher risk for Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. They said they previously focused on just the heart and lungs and then noticed, oh, it's really bad so for your So what you're brain. meaning to say is that smoking is generally not good for it you in any not. regard. In, and the vaping. Yeah. Either either one of them, it's just it's yeah, not good for you. It isn't. So don't let your boss hear about this one, but one in five of us That's have, 20%, have thought nothing about telling a lie to extend the weekend. According to a survey of randomly selected adults, uh, yeah, a lot of us have admitted to at least one time or another in our careers calling in sick to give themselves a three-day weekend so they don't have to use up a sick day. You know, in I think I've never uh, done that. Before this show, the amount of times I called in sick to radio was one. Yeah. One. The only time I, I did. physically could not mm-hmm. make it to the station, mm-hmm. I said, I can't. I can't. Yep. But since then, I've done it on death's door several times. You have. You've, you've had the creeping death a bunch. I'll be in my studio yeah. and just be, you know, remote. But yeah, yeah. I've only I only did it once uh, yeah. before this job at um, when I had chickenpox as an adult, and I was really yeah. really sick. Right. So Netflix is teasing Beverly Hills Cop Four. It's officially actually <laughs> titled Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. Wow. And the reason is because Eddie Murphy's yeah, coming I would back. Hope so. Uh, he's back on the beat in Beverly Hills okay. after his daughter's life is threatened. Foley teams up with his new partner Joseph Gordon-Levitt hmm. and some old pals Billy Rosewood, played by Judd. Yep, and John Taggart. Played oh, by yeah. John Ashton. Yeah. Uh, he's going to turn up the heat and uncover a conspiracy. Wow. It's going to be out this summer. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Scammers. Oh, scammers. Let's talk about scammers here for a second on the Ashley oh. and Brad show. They just don't quit. Especially no. uh, my wife and I have been really going through a bunch of this stuff. And it doesn't stop. No. Every, every month there's seemingly a new thing. Oh. So she's at the actual branch of the bank. D- disputing something yet again, somebody next to her is talking to another teller. Same and, thing? Uh, yeah. And he's an older mm. guy, and he goes, well, back in my day, they used to just stick him up with a mask and a gun. Now they're doing it online. You yeah. don't even know it. 
I was like, amen, brother. It's what's happening. They just don't stop. We just told you the other day about the gift card scam where they go in and they take the serial number so you're supposed to look at a, at a, at a gift oh, card yeah. before you buy it. Right, yeah. But they said, you know, it, it seems like it's more holiday time. I mean, it's all the time. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's, yeah. They're out there 24-7. Yeah, yeah. But this time of year, at the end of the year, for things like the charity scams. Right. Uh, the things like the natural disaster scams. Sure. Where, Looking for donations. Right. Which clearly, oh. those things need money. Don't, don't forget about the delivery one. Oh, I'm sorry. We need your address. Can that's, you verify? Mm-hmm, that's no, the other one on don't here, too. Verify. The shipping scam. If you're getting something, they already know your yes, address. They do. There's some airfare travel scams. They yeah. say people will impersonate uh, ticket a- uh, agents saying something is up with your uh, with your ticket. They need to verify. Okay. Mm-mm. Don't do that. And the too good to be true scam. Just yeah. if it looks too That Nigerian good. prince, so, he's got a lot of money. He, and he said I just have to send him 5000 He'll That's send it. me a million. That's it. Ashley and Brad. Game time on the Ashley and Brad show. This is a game that literally is as old as radio itself. Marconi was playing this game. He was? Caller 9 got Foghat tickets? On his morning show. (laughs) He was giving away Foghat tickets and playing this game. But with the passing of uh, Norman Lear the other day, I was thinking about his shows and just what an impact he had on television. And I was thinking about the good old days of 70s television. Okay. So many of those shows I grew up watching. Right. I will play you some theme songs from shows from back then. His his show specifically? Okay. They're not his. Oh, oh. You've got to look. Like I said. You know, it was interesting. His family got together around his bedside and sang his theme songs. Oh, that's awesome. As he was passing. I know. I know. Uh, So you must, and these have been around 50 years. You've got to know these. Uh, If you didn't learn this song playing the bass, then you weren't a bass player. What theme song is this? (laughs) The pause is... Yeah, that's a little snippet of the theme song. Welcome back, Cotter. The look in your eyes tells everything. I'm trying to think of 70s. Not Is it a comedy? No. Well, Uh, yes, of course it was. It was comedy. Yeah, it was a cop comedy. A cop comedy. Yeah, with that very distinctive bass intro. Thinking Hill Street Blues, but that wasn't in the that wasn't in the 70s. I don't think, and that wasn't a comedy. Not Hill Street Blues. I don't. I don't know. That's Barney Miller. Barney Miller, mm. Hal Linden, no. right there. Okay. All right. Give me another one. Not Give me an easier one. one, please. Well, I'm not going to say they're all easy, but you right. probably you should have seen these shows by now. How about this one? So I do know this one okay. because... I would hope you Because you this. and I interviewed somebody not too long ago. Um, uh, the the uh, Little House on the Prairie. Yes. Yes. I was hoping you got that one. <laughs> wow. So I know that because they were playing it as the stars came uh, okay. into the thing. Okay. How about this? This one I know. I watch this on Nick at Night. Oh. The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, yes. And if, uh, I was just talking the other day about uh, there was a thing with Sherman Hemsley and just the week when yeah. you come in the room all mad. Yeah. Oh, that, that was that was a spinoff from All in the Family, which was a Norman Lear show, of course. Wasn't Jefferson's yes, too? Yes, it was. Okay. By the way, All in the Family created the most spinoffs, I think, of any show. What, how many uh, did it do? It was at five or six, I think. Wow. Archie Bunker's plays, The Jeffersons, and many others. How about this theme song? Diver was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world 
Okay. Sounds like a church or a gospel show. <laughs> no, it's not. Hmm. I I had to I had to pause because I Why? almost gave it away. But this was another Norman Lear comedy right here. From was, the Jeffersons, a spinoff from the Jeffersons. I, it was a spinoff from All in the Family. All in the Family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was uh, the theme song to it. Godiva was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world looked. Oh, was this the two two seven room two seven? No, this okay. was not room two two seven. No, this starred one of your favorite stars from your other sitcom that you loved. This the Golden was, Girls. Yes, this was her Betty big. White? No, this was oh. her big breakout sitcom. I can't believe you don't know this. I don't know this. It's not Betty White with um. What is no. it? She played. No. What's her name? Because I was thinking it was that news one. Not Sue Ann Nivens, not yeah. Mary Teller Moore. No. Nope. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. This is was the, it Betty White? No. This is Estelle Getty? From Maud, featuring B. Arthur. No. B. Arthur. You never, never saw Maud? No. Wow. Okay. Finally, well, I hope you can go out on a win. Let's see. Okay. What's, the, what's this theme song? I loved Benson. Oh. That is not Benson, I'm afraid to tell you. It's not? No, no. It sounds a lot like Benson. I huh. kind of want to give you half credit. Okay. But it is not from Benson. It's it is not. the theme song from Soap, which featured Billy Crystal. Oh. But it did feature Robert Guillaume as Benson on Soap. He got his okay. own spinoff because of it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad, on the radio. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. When are you supposed to do that? Today is That's the answer. That's right. Well, I mean, this is when you're supposed to start well, it. You can do it the whole season if yeah, you want. Yeah, I know, but today's roast chestnuts Have day. you ever roasted chestnuts on an open In fire? In my life, never, no. never, never. Never. But you I, buy them. Yeah. Because they're good. Uh, it's actually hard to pinpoint when they started to become so popular, but historians think it was around the 16th century as the turning point because nuts were sold by street vendors if somebody wanted like a warm snack. Yeah. And when the chestnuts, when they're carefully roasted, they're actually kind of sweet. So it makes kind of an ideal snack if you got a sweet tooth, but you don't want something like actually with sugar. Okay. They're low in calories. They are a great source of fiber, very rich in vitamin C. And they say you can make them at home uh, just using your kitchen oven. All you got to do is cut a little crisscross into the top, yeah. put them in a roasting tin, and bake them till the skin's open. And then you just peel away the shiny skin part and yeah. eat the inside. They yeah. say it's fabulous. Okay. Ashley and Brad.